So hi folks, hello once again and you're very welcome along to another programme, to another edition of Down Your Way. We're in, we're in the beautiful village of Ballycahill, celebrating with many of the locals here and of course uh, the book launch of Pat Saclam, the legend of the ash. Indeed, many of us remember, um, probably remember Pat Saclam. In fact, one of my very first interviews on the radio was with Pat, the late Pat Saclam. But with me here is a former principal of the school, is Tom Geller here in Ballycal. You're very welcome, Tom, to Down Your Way. What, 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 what a night is expected here tonight? Yes, we're looking forward to a great night. Uh, we're privileged, actually, in Ballycal to ha- host the launch of the book by Noel Dundon on the legend Pat Stakelin, a gentleman, if ever there was one. And we are absolutely thrilled, and the community have come out in force, and we're going to have a great night at the launch. Absolutely indeed, and, and uh, I do remember, uh, it, as I say, one of my very first interviews on radio all of those years ago. I was doing the trial tape, and uh, look, at he was a joy to know, and I remember we invited him here to, to Ballycahill from the sco- to the school uh, all those years ago, and Frank Curry interviewed him. Do you remember that? I do indeed. I remember that. That was first, probably the first radio programme that was recorded in, in Ballycahill at that time, way back years and years ago, back in the early 90s, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you look at that, was uh, life then, and that's uh, life today as well, because uh, radio, local radio is very much a part of what communities are about. That's right. And I, I met uh, um, Nora Stakelin, Pat's daughter, and her husband, he's a Tullers man, Donald Salmon, mm-hmm. and uh, they listen to uh, Tip FM all the time. Absolutely. Tom, Pat Sacrum, of course, is the legend of the Ash. Talk to me about briefly about his life story. Well, uh, you see, I didn't get to know Pat because he was living in Thurles, I was living in Balnahow, but he was a native of Balnahow. And he always, anyone that came from Balnahow was a friend of Pat because he, he never really left. His heart was always in his native place. And I met him once uh, way back in 2002. On the 29th of September, he unveiled a plaque to the men who were responsible for getting the community field here in Ballycal, as it was then, off uh, the land commission who were dividing uh, the Castle Fogarty estate. And uh, how, what happened was that I came to the to unveiling of the plaque and Pat had a poem. And when the yearbook was coming up, I wanted the poem, so I went into Pat and asked for the poem. And of course, we chatted and we talked, and he told me many stories about the different uh, and the different uh, highlights in his life, really. And of course, the highlight that he always would bring down would be the 1949 final. Of course, it's very fitting tonight that uh, Noel Dundon, uh, we all know Noel Dundon uh, from the Tiberi Star and all the rest. Um, had wrote this book or had to write it with, with a, a number of others, with the family. Yes, he did. And the family paid him a great compliment, saying he was so patient and so with it and so competent in doing it and gathering all the information and the stories. He gave me a book yesterday evening. We were setting up the hall here, and he gave me a book going home last night. I went home at 11 o'clock, and I saw a bed at 3. I could not put the book down. And, you know, I'm not related to Pat Stakelam. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even a, a Balnahow man, even though I'm living in Balnahow. I'm a blowing. But I could not put the book down. I was absolutely enthralled by the book. It is a credit to Noel and to all the family. The lovely stories. You know, stories of when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. It would remind you, again, of our own childhood. Simple stories, as they say. Simple stories, when life was simple, uncomplicated, uh, you played in the fields, you worked hard, 
uh, you know, if you were raising a farm, you knew what hard work was because it was all manual labour back then. And you cycled to school if you were lucky to have a bike. Otherwise, you walked. Absolutely. Look, he, he was a treasure to know, as I say, and indeed a captain of the 49 team. And uh, indeed, uh, look at, everyone looked up to Pat Stakeland, didn't they? They did. Everybody who met Pat Stakeland, I don't think he ever had an enemy. I couldn't imagine him having one because he was such a gentleman. He was always a man of great uh, composure, and there was a peace about him, you know, mm. that he, he, he carried. And that was his dignity and his, and I think it was his rearing, you know, his, his, his home was just, I'd say, a lovely home, full of love and conversation and joy. And we'll be meeting the family later on. Tom, there's a special presentation here tonight, and you're very much behind it, um, because when he was the 48, 49 captain, um, he brought home the bike, or the cup, the Lee McCarthy cup, on his bicycle. Yeah. Hard to believe that. Well, that's one of the stories he told me. And I couldn't remember where I heard it, uh, or when I heard it, but I heard it from Pat's own mouth, that he came to the station uh, in the train to Thurles with the McCarthy Cup. And uh, we're told that they put the McCarthy Cup on the back of the bike, and then they went into Bogles for a meal. And then he cycled out with his brother, I think, on the, on the bar of the bike, and the McCarthy Cup on the, on the carrier. And uh, then when the family, uh, you know, when Pat died some years back, and then his wife, Nancy, and I knew Nancy quite well. She was a lovely lady. But when Nancy died, Nora and Mary asked me to go in, and they gave me the bike. And they said, we'd love that bike to go to Ballycal, because my father loved Ballycal. That's what they said. And I took the bike and I spent a, a good lot of while now, a good while, scrubbing it up and cleaning it up. But I did not paint it. I didn't want to, to have it too gaudy looking. And I cleaned it up. And tonight we have it, uh, we have it um, on display here with the McCarthy Cup on the carrier. Will you tell me, how did you get the McCarthy Cup from the Limerick team? There you are now, Declan Cannon. Cannon Declan Hannon couldn't get it, but we got it. <laughs> I'll tell you no more. We won't go into that. No, that's okay. Yeah. But Pat had a great philosophy in life. And his philosophy was always make sure children have a place to play. And that's why, that's what motivated him to found, I think it was 1979, that the, he founded Dolas Oak. He was a founder member of Dolas Oak. Yeah, we have actually members here tonight to talk yeah, to the Buddha. Yeah, we talked to you about that. But, Tom, Tom, but his poem... Second, oh, yeah. Tell, tell me about the presentation of the bicycle and where is it going to be held? Here in Ballycall Hall? Oh, yes. Uh, I must pay compliments now to the Ballycall Committee. When I asked for a place to display the, the bike, the front hall was too small because there was a danger, you know, if it was down low, the pedals would catch somebody in the head. And the, the meeting room was a little bit too small and the ceiling is too low. So they actually cleared the gallery of all the this furniture that was in it. Uh, they painted it, and then they have a lovely lino put on the floor, and they're reserving that as, an, uh, as a museum for Pat Stakeman's bike and all the memorabilia that I got from the family to go with it. And uh, we'll put other pieces, and of course, the book that's going to be launched here tonight will also be up there Absolutely. for people to come and have a look and enjoy. 
Donald, I know you put a lot of work into all of this and uh, indeed many more as well. It's a real privilege to have you on down your way and every success uh, to tonight because it's uh, going to be a very special night ahead. Thanks very much, Eamon. Thank you. Uh, Tommy Ryan is one of the men to know down here in Ballycahill. Uh, indeed, if you want to get anything done, you're the man. How are you doing, Tommy? Good, Eamon, and yourself? Uh, good to be here. Yeah, and welcome to you tonight, Eamon, to this special event here tonight in Ballycahill. You guys are very much involved in community spirit and bringing that community spirit very much alive and we have it here tonight. Yeah, sure. Barry Cahill community is a great, there's a great lively spirit here and we have great volunteers when we have any functions on and we have a great committee here in the hall. We have nine members on the committee and when anything pops up to be done, they're all on board and it's brilliant to see it happening. There is a lot of work gone into tonight and indeed uh, the presentation of the hall, number one, is uh, looking magic. Yeah, we put, uh, we put about three hours work into last night. There was about ten of us here at it. And then about it was two months ago, we decided that uh, we'd convert our balcony upstairs here in the hall, which was just a kind of a store area. So we took it on board. We needed to find a location for Pat Stakeham's bike. And we just had a site meeting here one night and decided let's clean down the balcony, get it painted up and put down new flooring and turn it into a museum, so which was a great success and it looks lovely up there now. Doesn't the bike look terrific? Oh yeah, Tom Gallagher in fairness to him done some job on it. Mm-hmm. you remember the, the school committee and all of that over the years? The school committee, yeah. I was on the board of management for, I don't know, was it eight years and then I finished on that and we started doing up the church here in Ballycahill village and I was the chairperson on that committee and we finished up on that and they decided they'd pull me onto the hall committee so there's no break here in Ballycahill. We're here talking about the school tonight or about the, about the hall and about the great presentation to, to uh, the Pat Stakeland family. Uh, they must be over the moon over it. Oh the Stakelands? Oh yeah, they're thrilled like you know it's such a great venue to have this uh, show on tonight you know it's terrific for them as well that they can keep it local in the village. Tommy Ryan, look, it's a real pleasure. Enjoy tonight. We're going to take a very first break. We're back in Ballycahill, just after these. Indeed, you're very welcome back to Down Your Way. We're here in Ballycahill this week at the presentation of uh, uh, Pat Stakeland's book. Absolutely fantastic. I have his daughters with me. Absolutely terrific. And the daughters are, of course, uh, Lucy and Nora. You're very welcome to Down Your Way. Thank you very much, Eamon. Thank you very much, Eamon. It really is a pleasure to have you here, and indeed I knew your dad real well, uh, your late dad, of course, and uh, he was always a joy to meet and a special guy in everybody's lives. Tell me, what was the growing up years like in, uh, in Clungower? Oh, it was wonderful. We had a great upbringing. Um, our parents worked really hard, and we had a great time. Um, plenty of fun and laughter, and cousins, loads of cousins around us, and we all went to school in Thurless. We all went away and we always had a place to come home. They were always welcoming to get us back home. Absolutely. And for you, Lucy? And I'm Nora. Oh, you're Nora. Yeah, sorry, Liam. Um, yeah, no, um, Daddy was remarkable. It was a wonderful house to grow up in. Both Mammy and Daddy, they were wonderful parents. And, of course, his love for Balnahow, he instilled it in us. Many um, is the Saturday, the routine was we'd go up to Uncle Bob and do the messages and then out to get the trigger bars from Uncle Bob and then out to Balnahow where we romped around in the fields and got ourselves sick with the apples in the orchard. But it was a wonderful, wonderful time and Daddy was key to all that. Well, it was a great upbringing really for the most part. You know, you were in the town and then you had a rural life when you came out the country. 
Absolutely, and we had some fabulous stories. Anytime at the different seasons, as Nora said, we'd come out to Balnahau, we'd be picking the mushrooms mm -hmm. or we'd be picking the apples and just having a great time. They, they, we had this horse out there called Jack, and we had this story that Daddy used to tell, and he told it at my wedding many years ago. But we were all on the horse, um, poor, old, poor old Jack, and I think the way it was that I think Porrick was at the back. Anyway, whatever way, we got into the biggest cow pie, <laughs> we all ended up on yeah. top of Pori, but it was good. You know, those were the kind of things. It was free and wonderful times. And Uncle Tom out there, it's, you know, he was always welcoming and wanted us all to come out there. And it's fabulous that Pat and Eileen are now living in the home place. It's just, you know, it makes it so special that Stakelums are still here in the parish. You know, it's lovely. They're special family, special people, there's no doubt. Um, would you often tell you stories about his hurling years when you were kids growing up? Um, oh yeah, he did talk, you know, he was very proud of his hurling and yet he was humble about it, you know, because obviously he, I was the eldest of five and he worked for Duans and he was very busy in that end of it. But he did regale when you'd see visitors coming to the house, he'd regale the stories and he was just wrapped in his memories. And, um, you know, people... You know, he had lovely stories. He, talk, he often talked about the time that he came off at um, Thurla Station and grabbed the bike, and I think Uncle Ger was on the crossbar, and uh, his cousin Jack Stakelum in, County, in Dublin was on the back, and they, I think it was the Munster Cup was sitting, and off they set sail for Balnahau, but en route they dropped the bike and the cup under a bush outside the Glenmorgan Hotel, went in and had something to eat, back on the bike again, and home to Balnahau. And they just took it all in their stride, and they had great fun, you know, they really had. Yeah. It was simple times. Absolutely, and that's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? That it was, you know, simple. And we were, we probably didn't realise growing up how, you know, many people knew of Daddy. He was just Daddy to us. You know, we didn't realise that he was thought of so well around the world, you know, all around the country and whatever. So it was just, it's just great, you know. Um, what does this Irish mean to you guys? It means, I, I just, I'm so emotional about it all. You know, we just, it was a little seed that was there. Would we or wouldn't we go with this? But I'm just so delighted. It means a huge amount. And the fact that the bike and the fact that the night is here in Ballycal, I can't put it into words. It just means so much. And the community have just enveloped us and wrapped us around them. And we've gone. And Noel Dundon has been spectacular in writing the book. You know, we just... There's no question about that for you. Oh, yeah, sure. Look, um, it's just been, you know, it's just so emotional again, as Nora said, it is. And just having, it's for our children as well, because they, unfortunately, Mammy and Daddy were, you know, nearly gone, I suppose, but Daddy was in particular. And to hear all these stories and just to share them with them. And people mm -hmm. have been so generous with their contributions, their input into the book, and they just mean so much to us. You know, it really is. It's great. Yeah. We took you from inside just to, just to bring you for a brief hello. It's a real pleasure and congratulations on, uh, on the whole affair here tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ian. A personal friend of the late past station was with me, Mick Carroll. You're very welcome, Mick. Thanks very much, Eamon. It's really a pleasure to have you here indeed. An emotional time for you guys, uh, the launch of his book. That's true, all right, because I have been a great friend of Pat's. First I got to know Pat when he came to live in Torlis in 1970. Mm -hmm. he, li he lived quite close to me. And on our arrival, he arrived up at my door and welcomed me to Clongower. And from that on, like, we became very great friends in that. Mm -hmm. I think he might have done a bit of like, homework before 
I before I arrived officially in Tullus to leave because Pat, as you know, was a, a salesman with the ones and he travelled a lot around Kilkenny. He had a great regard for Kilkenny. He enjoyed going to Kilkenny, especially on the mornings after maybe all irons and that. Kilkenny weren't beaten very too often at that stage anyhow. And he'd have great banter down with a, a lot of well-known fellows in Kilkenny, such as Paddy Grace, the f- former county secretary. Like, he had great regard for him. And also, like, there was Gus Carey, Jim Langton, Jimmy O'Connell. He'd meet all those fellows, like, and a few more, maybe, on a Monday morning and have a chat and maybe a cup of coffee. I don't know whether they had anything stronger or not. I don't know if there's Petty Grace they probably had anyhow. Absolutely. Yeah. So, of course, you're a Kilkenny man. Uh, we should have recognised that at the outset and uh, very much part of uh, Doris Oak, founder members, yourself and Pat Sikram. Right. Myself and Pat were former members of Doris Oak, like, which was established in in 1979. At the, around that time, late 78s and that, there was it appeared to be a, a lack of interest in hurling in Tullus with the youth and that. Like, and I suppose, like everything else, we could have sat back and criticised the situation, but a few like-minded people got together, had a, held a few meetings, like, and Eventually, like we fought, we established the club in 1979 on the 2nd of February 1979 in Hayes' Hotel, oh my God. and that was the start of our journey. And Pat, Pat, like he had a great interest in Dolores Oak, and like he continued, he maintained a good lot of interest in it up to the time he passed away, mm-hmm. God rest him. And it, and he, like every, I have many memories of Pat. On a Saturday morning, he'd call to my house. We would walk up, like to the, like the avenues and that, up to Doris Oak and Abbey Road there, the pitch, Parkland Oak, have a walk around it. He loved watching the young lads playing the hurling, and also like maybe from week to week or month to month, he'd say, "Well, such a fellow like is improving a bit anyhow." You know, yeah. and he had a regard for all young lads, whether they were brilliant, whether they were poor, or anything else. Like he always enjoyed looking at them like and always given he was very positive like and always given very great encouragement to stay playing away anyhow like because he says like that it's great to have a bit of interest in some sport like he wasn't a man he wasn't just confined to GA like in that he loved all sports Pat did he was a good golfer as well Pat was a good golfer like see people think that Pat was purely hurling mad in that he wasn't Pat had a terrible lot of interest otherwise like he 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 played golf. I played bridge with him, like we'll say, for many years up to the time he passed away. Mm-hmm. We were partners, like we we were members of the Millennium Bridge Club, which was formed in the, in the Millennium Year in Tullus, and we played bridge. We played golf together. He was a very competitive golfer. He was very competitive anything he went about, like <laughs> like he like he made to say he he gave it his last, like in that, like whether it was a, a look. As a short push or a long push or that, he made you wear it like it. It, it, it. He was a huge loss to the community and, and particularly, of course, to his family when he passed away. Ah, he was a huge loss, like, and I, I would say this about him, like, like anybody that he encountered on his way, like, they always had great regard for him because Pat, he was a simple man and, like, had, you know, had a word for everybody, like, and that. Sure. And, and, like he was a great family man. It's a real pleasure. It's an emotional night for you guys, but the book will be special in your lives. Thanks very much, Jamie. Thank you. Mick Carl, that's Mick Carl. We're going to take another break. We're here in Ballycal at the launch. 
Indeed, you're very welcome back to Down Your Way. We're in Ballycahill this week. A special friend of uh, the late uh, Pat Stickland, that just coming through the door. Joe Tuohy, how are you doing, Joe? I'm fine. My father was Pat's first cousin. My father's mother was a Stakelum. And my father was also his godfather. And he was godfather to his son, Parik. And not only that, but he made all Pat's hurlies. There's a famous interview with Norman Freeman that Pat did, and he says he could pick Willie to his hurlies out of a thousand hurlies blindfolded. You know, the way Pat would talk. But uh, I was an amazing man. And years later, I was living in Cork. Pat was a great man for going to all the old hurlers' funerals. He'd ring me up to collect himself and Jimmy Finn from the station, and we go to the funeral. And where would we go afterwards? Up to Mick Ryan's. Three of my boyhood heroes all together. I was in cloud nine. But uh, I was an amazing man. He kept in touch with so many people and did so much good. And uh, he was great company, the best of company, full of stories. But uh, I remember him well as a hurler. He, was a fun, he could play centre-back, centre-forward, centre-field, whatever he had to do for Holy Cross. Mm. But, uh, what was so special about him? Well, as a hurler, he was a great striker of the ball, on the ground or in the air. And he was, in the days before, there were specialist free-takers. He was probably the best long-distance free-taker in the game. But he was, whatever connection he made with people, uh, whether it was working with the ones, wherever you went with him, you couldn't get him away. Everybody wanted to talk to him. And uh, then he got involved in later life in the Hurlers Association and did a lot of good for people who were down on their look. But the single thing probably in all of his life that he, he took most pleasure in was Dorless Oak. Because Hurling was dead in Thurless. Hurling in Tipperary was dead at the time of the famine because it was dead in Thurless. And himself and more people, mostly from outside Thurless, got it going again. He was, I'd say to the end of his days, that was the thing he was most proud of. Uh, a remarkable man. That's enough to say. Great to say hello. We want to say hello to Joe Ryan, uh, Munster Council uh, Chairman. Joe, uh, you're very welcome to down here. What a special moment here in Ballycahill this evening. Yes, it's a fantastic even fantastic occasion and very important that uh, Pat Stakeland's memory uh, should be uh, marked in, in the book by Noel Dundon. I, I think he, he comes he has a great history himself, but obviously comes from a great family, and his generation, the previous generation and subsequent generations of the Stakeland family have made an, an enormous contribution to hurling and to the wider GA. Uh, and of course, we see that today with his grandnephew, Declan Hannan, being captain of what is probably the greatest hurling team ever. So um, I, I think it's really important that the book ha has been uh, written by Noel, and it's great to see such a big crowd here tonight to acknowledge uh, this very special event. Absolutely, and uh, the presentation of the bicycle and all of that, and yes. uh, Lee McCarthy up on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, th that's uh, All of these things are, are very important and very important to remember them and, and, and celebrate them. And it shows you the preparation that goes into something like this as well. And I suppose somebody of, of Pat Stakeland's uh, uh, calibre deserves that. Uh, and I'm sure he, he's looking down and very proud to be the subject of this here in his native parish tonight. Because every decade had some terrific hurlers, and you know, like everyone say, as you said there, while ago, yeah. probably the best hurling team of all time, or yeah. Limerick, but maybe Tipperary in the 40s, the late 40s and 50s. Yeah, well, at Tipperary had great teams as well. That, that three in a row team, 49 to 51, by all accounts, was a fantastic team with some fantastic players on it. Uh, among them, obviously, Pat Stakelin. And every, every generation, I think Christy Ring said at once that you couldn't really compare across generations uh, because every uh, generation uh, brings its own. And hurling and all other sports are always developing as well. So it's probably a bit invalid to, to make comparisons. Good, yeah, yeah, indeed. But uh, a night like this to celebrate a man like that, the book's written about everybody. 
Yeah, but this is a special book because it's uh, it's all those years since he passed away, and indeed, uh, uh, from, from the hurling point of view, from '49 onwards, people always talk about the great Pat Stakelum. Well, yeah, I, I think he, the fact uh, you know his great era hurling was that three in a row team, uh, the '40s and '50s. And here we are 70 years later acknowledging it and celebrating it. That shows you the impact he had. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also a tribute to the wider Stakeland family as well and the contribution they have made. Uh, and you spoke about teams in, in every decade. I think there's been a Stakeland involved with Tipperary teams in every decade nearly as well, mm -hmm. uh, or, or a connection of the Stakelands. And they have made a huge contribution in that regard. Because you're wanting up there on the stage and all of that. So it's a real pleasure having you in the Munster Council Chairman. Thanks very much, Geraldine. Declan Hannan is with us, a grand nephew of, of, of the great legendary Pat Stakelum. You're very welcome to Tipperary and to Down Your Way to launch the book. Yeah, thanks very much. It was a lovely evening, I'm sure. It's great hearing all the stories of, of Pat and uh, you know, a lot of my relations here in Tipperary. So, it was, yeah, it was, it was actually it was beautiful. It was very, very, very nice, great evening, so it was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, that's jam-packed out there. Yeah, a massive crowd there, so I suppose that says enough about the men, really, yeah. that this amount of people turned out for, uh, on a Saturday night. So, yeah, it was an uh, honour to be here again in my family. So, yeah, it was, it was lovely. So you, your mum and all your family are talking about him over the years, I'm sure? Uh, yeah, they were, especially, I suppose, my mother and her uh, siblings and uh, the cousins. They were well able to tell us all about Tipperary and how, how good they were. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose it's kind of nice in Limerick. The last few years we've got gotten one over on them, but um, yeah, the older stories are fantastic. You know, it's it's a lot different these days playing GA, but um, I really enjoyed the, the the stories from years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, amazing stories. Like I mean, sure, I only would have heard bits and bobs throughout the years, but getting a better idea tonight, I suppose, of the, the man he was and the, and the hurler he was. But um, you know, I suppose the main thing was he was a fantastic person. So yeah, really, really good. Limerick are doing well. Doing fine. Yeah, sure. Tipping away the finest now the last few years. So. Um, it's, I suppose the county championship is coming to an end in Limerick now in a couple of weeks and uh, lads will get a bit of a break and then go at it again next year. Because all the games are very, very tight, you know, there's, there's nothing at all between any of the teams in, in my opinion. So, you know, it's all in the day, but um, look, we'll, we'll get a bit of a rest in now in the next couple of months and go at it again next year and see what happens. How do you work together in the, in the championship? I grant. <laughs> there's, there's, we're, I suppose when we're on opposition teams, we're, we're not really friends, but I have to feel we're fantastic friends, yeah, I'll put it that way. Absolutely. Look at the greatest say hello to us today. I know you have a lot of sign autographs to do and all that kind of stuff, but it's a real pleasure. No bother. Thanks a million. Uh, absolutely fantastic. An MC for tonight was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Donald Ryan. How are you doing, Donald? It's doing great, Eamon. Hey, thanks for coming over. Lovely night. Absolutely fantastic. What a day for Donald Ryan and the Holy Cross GA Club today. Oh, it's a day for Holy Cross GA Club, Eamon. Hey, fantastic Holy Cross Belly Cal. The Bob Stakelum in the morning, you know, Pat's brother. Mm -hmm. Then a fantastic under 19A title retained it after dinner. Aidan Stakelum, the main man. And then on to this tonight. A busy day, but a feckin' great one. Absolutely yeah. busy, yeah. busy. What did you know uh, growing up uh, about Pat Stakelum? I knew him well. I knew well because obviously I'm married to Paul at least and at least he's a tiny half very related there with Pat Pat's generation above him so so we respected him greatly I mean a gentleman I suppose the word gentle keeps coming back to me uh, I heard words tonight used like competitive and clever and you know encouraging but gentle is the word that keeps coming back to me I would have known Pat later in life and he was such a lovely gentle presence in any room he ever graced What's uh, people buying this book what are they going to find in it I know I'll probably ask that question to Nolden in a few minutes I think what they'll find in it, I've read it twice this week to be ready for tonight, I think they'll find the essence of Pat Stakelum, Eamon, the real essence of the man he was, the family man, the community man, the temporary man, the Dorless Oak man, the Holy Cross man, Ballycal man. They'll find the essence of the man in, in, and I think it sums him up brilliantly. It captures him of the man that people knew. So I think that's what they'll get when they read this book, the essence of Pat Stakelum. Yeah, 
much earlier than we thought in his life. What, 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 he was, died in April 2008, and uh, I do remember this. Babs Keaton came back in with Tip for a, tip, a second stint, and Tip won a qualifier against Cork in 2007. A surprise result, Eamon. But one of the first men to ring Babs Keaton the next morning was Pat Stakelham, and this was only in the months before he passed, maybe seven months, eight months. So his interest in Tipperary GA was there to the very end. Rang Babs the next morning to say, well done, keep it going. And top of those before, of course, Liam Sheedy came in and we went on. So his interest in Tipperary lasted right into the later chapter of his life. Isn't it just amazing what people give back to their GA, isn't it? Unbelievable. But the GA, I mean, as you know from our area of the woods lately, the GA is a phenomenal organisation. Club, county, it makes our lives, it decorates our lives, it enhances our lives every single day. Nights like tonight, days like today, young, old, the GA has a role for everyone and it. it's a phenomenal part of our lives. You have leaders on the field, but you need to have leaders on the sideline as well. Leaders everywhere, Eamon. Leaders of clubs, you know, leaders of counties, you know, county chairman here tonight. Leaders make things happen, Eamon. And Today was a great night, was a great night. But Pat Stakelin was a leader. Led Tipperary at the age of 22 to an All-Ireland. You know, think about that. 22 years of age. So leaders, Eamon, are brilliant. And leaders are, are always going to be there. Congratulations on your performance here tonight oh, as an MC. Stop. I didn't do anything. I the link up, man. Thanks for, the, thanks for coming and thanks for enhancing the occasion. See ya. We got up with another neighbour of the legendary Pat Stakelin. Uh, Seamus Ryan, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks, Eamon. Uh, and Correct, yeah. That's where Pat Stakelin was born in Belnahow. That's right, yeah. Just across the road from me, really. That's, that's, yeah, more or less, that's it. Across the road. And what stories did you grow up with, with Pat Stakelin? Well, I suppose there's more the Stakelin family in general rather than Pat. Pat had gone to, to town at that stage. Uh, my last recollection of Pat was I brought in my daughter and um, two other school children from Ballycal in to meet him. They were doing, a, I suppose, some kind of a school uh, project and like the, the time he gave them and uh, the kindness he showed them, you know, second to none, you know, absolute gentleman. And he had, he had a bottle of orange then to give him coming home. Oh, you know, and like I'd say, it's something they'll, they'll remember to the rest of their lives. But from my own point of view, there's more to Stakelands. I'd have known his brother Tom very well, you know, being living beside him. And I'd have known John very well. And then also Bob. Um, so sure there was, there was some crowd of minute, Absolutely. and of course we'd have known Peggy, Peggy Purcell as well. So what about the book? Will you treasure the book? I will, I will indeed, because there's sure so many things you kind of forget over years, and it's grand to have it put down, and you can you can go back and look at it again, and you know I see there's an old neighbour there, Sean Carroll, and you know like he thinks the world of the Stakelands, and he made a great effort to be out here tonight. He said he'd, he'd come on one leg. I said you'd crawl out if you had to, you know, to be here. And that's, that's the respect that the Stakelands, that there is for the Stakelands in, in Ballycahill and in Ballinahow. Sure, we're going to be tidy in time. Listen, every success, enjoy the book. I will indeed. God bless. Well, finally, I caught up with the author uh, of the book. Absolutely fantastic. Noel Dundee, you're very welcome to Down Your Way. And congratulations on a great success story. Thanks, Eamon. Thanks. It's great to have you here tonight. Um, it was a lovely night and we're delighted with the way it went. Uh, tremendous, um, I think, tribute to Pat Stakelin and the Stakelin family. So delighted to have everybody here. How did the book come about for you? Uh, well, the Stakelin family contacted me and asked me um, would I uh, write Pat's story. And um, I suppose it was 
maybe a little bit easier for me than for most others because I knew Pat very well and I knew Nancy very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat, of course, through uh, his involvement with uh, Dorless Oak, which was my first club before I moved out to Holy Cross, and Nancy uh, through Thurless Musical Society. Nancy was a, an honorary life member of the society and uh, um, would have played in the pit for many years in the violin and... Uh, you know, so I would have known her very well through that. So it was easier, maybe, um, when you know them so well. But like everything, Eamon, you know, you think you know people until you actually delve deeper into their lives and that, and you learn an awful lot, you know. And one of the great um, joys of doing a book like this is getting to know Pat's kids. They're not kids anymore, but uh, Pat and Nancy's family, the extended family, because I wouldn't have really known them. So tremendous to get to know all them and to uh, know their families, you know get bits of information for them and all that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And even just as we're chatting, you know, you'd be chatting and, and uh, um, talking about uh, old times and their memories of the old times and how they would have gone and um, the different things that would have happened during their times at home, in, in the home house and all that, you know. There's some great stories, you know. And the other is, yeah, people will enjoy the book because it's, it's full of stories. It is, yeah. There's a lot of stories in it. And, you know, as part of it, I would have spoken to um, a lot of Pat's friends, the likes of Mick Carroll, who would, so, who would have sold with him in Dorless Oak and uh, Billy Crowley who worked with him for so long in, in um, Dewan's Philip Ryan as well in Dewan's Barney Rock the former Dublin footballer worked with him in Dewan so I uh, spoke to all of those and then I would have spoke to Eddie Olden in relation to his golf um, exploits but you know probably the the Mikey Ryan Bourne, yeah, from Holy Cross in relation to the club hurling as well. But probably the, the I suppose the, the warmest one uh, from a family point of view was to sit down with Jerry Stakelham uh, for a while. Uh, Jerry is over 90 years of age, but by God, his memory was so clear and um, he loved talking about Pat. He adored Pat. And uh, Jerry said to me at one of the, one of the times, Eamon, he said, um, have you a few po- photographs of this book? And I said, yeah, we'll be gathering some Jerry, you know. And he says, I have a few there if you want to have a look at them, if they're any good to you. So uh, I thought he meant one or two or three photographs in a box. And he brought me out to his garage. And it's a, a wall, a, a homage to Pat Stakelin. Golf photographs, cards, and of course the hurling photographs. Um, and the real twinkle in his eye. He's so proud of the, all the pictures that he had of him. So Jerry gave me a hell of a lot of material and it was great. Photographs that tell us in the world for the most part. Sure, that's it. That's it. Like, I mean, you can write all you want, but do you know the first thing that people do when they open a book is look for the photographs, you know, which doesn't say much of the writing. <laughs> but there you go. You have a few publications under your belt. Stage, yeah, um, that's eight, I think. That's oh eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've been fa- in fairly quick succession. I was only saying to somebody there today, you know, most of them are history books. And I didn't like history in school at all, you know. But I suppose when you're writing about uh, something that you enjoy or something that gives you a lot of, of satisfaction through the years, it's easier. Um, so. Your dad, Michael, of course, give you a little hand along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, um, he would have edited the books for me, gone through them with a fine tooth comb and. Um, uh, pointed out all the mistakes, the spelling errors, and all that. You know. How long did it take you? About a year. About a year. Yeah. Um, on and off. You know, you you attack it for a while, and you you get into a run, and um, you know you'll you'll produce a few chapters very quickly, and then you'll sit back and think about it, and do a few more, and maybe go back to the ones you've done and rewrite those or change elements of it. And it changes all the time because everybody you talk to has a different story and a different, maybe, um, view on that story. So you're constantly going back and reviewing that. And then, of course, it was done in collaboration with the family. So the family will get the 
chapters and they go through it as well and they'd um, uh, have their input as well. So that was great too, you know. Um, and I think from the reaction here tonight, Ballycal people are very proud of him. It's lovely to see that that exhibition area is going to be created at the back of the hall there um, through the, the committee here led by Tom Gallagher and Tommy Ryan and all those people, Mary Brown. So it's going to be a lovely little area back there with the bike being the, the centre centrepiece. Absolutely, and the bike, I suppose the story of the bike, uh, I suppose it's fairly true. Yeah, well, fairly true, fairly true. <laughs> um, yeah, the, um, the, it's the bike that he cycled home after the 1949 All-Ireland uh, celebration or homecoming, which of which there was little enough. They came home and they met the Archbishop, I think, in the, the cathedral. Uh, there was a, a small crowd to meet them um, at the railway station. And Pat got up on his bike and cycled home with the Lee McCarthy Cup on the carrier. Um, and you know, the, I, I, I think it was, was it, uh, but Connor Stakelham told a very interesting story there tonight as well in relation to the 49 final and the, you know, the reaction to um, Pat winning it and Connor asking his three of his aunts what was it like. To when, when Pat won the All-Ireland and they were all working in England and they told him that they didn't know until the Thursday that Tippett won the All-Ireland. No phones at that time, it was a different time. So imagine three of his sisters didn't know until the following Thursday that Pat had won the All-Ireland. Noel, congratulations. What a publication and people will really enjoy it because I just had one brief look at it and it's just magic. Thank you, Eamon. Thanks very much for being here. I hope people do enjoy it. We're here in um, Ballycal, of course, uh, celebrating the great Pat Stakelham and the legend of the ash. Uh, Liam Bannon is with me. Just live down the road from the great Pat Stakelham. I do, I do, yeah. Um, I heard lots and lots of stories about the man. All good stories as a young fella hearing him going to primary school, going on his bicycle, carrying the cup into Torles and it was great days for the time for, for us to hear. You're practically nearly bouncing him on the farm across the fields. Uh, stone straw across the fields there, yeah. It would be uh, I've always always known about about him hurling and all the great captains that came from Your late dad, of course, was a personal friend of his. Yeah, they would have hurled together from knee high the whole way up along through up in Holy Cross and Belly Cattle Senior Hurl and the whole lot. Good friends. Mm. But but he here and gone, dead and gone. Are you looking forward to treasuring the book now? Oh, I can't wait to go home to read it there now, yeah. Full, full night reading ahead of me here, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, more than a night's reading. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, yeah. Look, there's serious photographs in it there. Yeah. And um, it'd be great to get, bring back to reel back in the years there. Fantastic production by Noel Dundon. Yeah, he done a marvellous job on it there. And credit him and to Donal and to all the other helpers there. Mm-hmm. They're well, well capable of doing it and well done to them. Dan, it's always nice to say hello. All right, thank you, Eamon. Take care. Robert Ann member of the parish committee here in Ballycal, and the place looks splendid here tonight for you guys. Yes, Eamon, it is looking very well. Uh, we are very proud of our hall here in Ballycal, and we yeah. put a lot of work into keeping it in good condition. Mm. I travel around the county from one place to another, and halls maybe not are not that active. Like in comparison, it's down here, it's always opened and there's always something going on. Actually, that's true. It's a real community hall and uh, our aim is that the community would use it. Mm. And it's used on a daily basis by our local primary school, which is a great asset for them, uh, for, for games and for their Christmas plays and for fundraisers mm-hmm. and on wet days. Uh, we also have a fabulous creche here in Ballycal Hall run by Rachel Wilde and uh, Geraldine Ryan helps out there as well. And I think there's a waiting list to get in there. It's a fabulous crash. And for such a massive event, it's here tonight. It's just ideal location and really full setting. 
Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we were expecting a big crowd, but we didn't think we'd get as many as we have here tonight. We even had to put seats in the balcony. That's a first now for Ballycal Hall, uh, which is tremendous to see. And everybody still around chatting and enjoying. And it was a great night. And of course, Pat Stakelam, a great uh, Ballycal man from Balnahow, where I am from myself. You surely would be uh, you know, really embarrassed really, to see such a crowd here tonight. I'm sure he would, but yet he would be honoured. Uh, I mean, I didn't know him personally, but I, I think he was a, maybe a humble man in his own way. But at the same time, you must recognise when people want to honour and, and uh, well, honour his achievements. And look, congratulations on the setting here tonight. Absolutely splendid. It is indeed, yes. Yeah, we're very proud of our hall. And as I said, there's lots of things going on in it. Uh, we have uh, indoor soccer for men during the winter time. Uh, Kate Bannon, uh, our local, she lives here in Ballycal, and she's, did, um, she's doing badminton and exercise classes. We have Irish dancing, and uh, we used to have a Christmas dinner on, uh, for a number of years, and that took a lot of work because we had to go from house to house selling tickets, and we had a three-course meal. So we've uh, brought down the standard of that a little bit, and now we have... Uh, tea and sandwiches at Christmas time and cakes and that and we have a carl service coming up this Christmas on the 17th of December which we had last year as well under the guidance of Louise McCullough and we do that as a fundraiser for charities and then we have refreshments in the hall afterwards to make it a community event before Christmas. So that's our programme for this week. My thanks to all our guests on this week's programme. Don't forget, we'll be back with another edition of Down Your Way at the same time next week. From all of us on the programme, have a very good week. Bye-bye.